Hey, welcome to the Movication Podcast. I'm your host, Joe. Get a good ASMR in here, boy. Why you gotta ruin that? What are you drinking? Cold beer, corpse, old man beer. I love it. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and cancel this. This episode. I'm Cole. That's Brady. Who doesn't Cole. know how to do a friggin' intro. Intros don't need to necessarily be structured. I listen to a podcast where, like, okay, take this for example. You you know who Chris Hardrip is? He has his uh, he calls it uh, ID10T now or Idiot Podcast, but it used to be the Nerdist, and like I think he sold the rights to that name or something like that. But whenever they do interviews, and I mean, he still runs the podcast, and whenever they do interviews, they're already the guest and him are already talking about stuff before the show starts, like little like Hey, how are you? And yeah, it's been good. Well, a lot of, like a lot of podcasts do that. Also, yeah, but there's also know, a lot that like point out like structures. Know, a lot of our episodes are us talking about podcast, other podcasts for half the episode. Well, that's something I've noticed, and it's mainly you, Brady. Yeah. Well, that's uh, all I listen to really is podcasts or records. Nerd. And I drive, I drive around in my car a lot, so I might as well have a podcast on. You know, I got to I mean, educate myself. That's what I listen to most of the day. Like when I'm out and about, is my my sports podcast but they talk about other things in sports primarily i've actually recently started to like purge my consumption as far as podcasting goes at one point i had 20 to 25 shows that i subscribed to mm-hmm. um i am now down to three to five i only have one that i listen to actively and, and it's us to it and now. you love it no it's uh, a <laughs> face jam from rooster tape with michael jones and jordan swears and that guy eric so the thing with me for podcast listening, especially in the summer, though, is I'll from like May until probably like right now in September, I'll save podcast episodes. So I have something to listen to on the way back and to or to camp and back home. Like, because by the time I get to camp, a podcast, an episode will be done. And then by the time I get back home, another episode will be done. I do that three or four times a year three or four episodes boom <laughs> binging at its finest i've also switched to spotify for my podcast because apple's user interface kind of sucks hey and they've been something's been wonky with it like timing has been off on episodes and audio has been completely not the correct audio that's weird i use, yeah. I use spotify for everything so my crap i wouldn't like i don't know anything else I use Amazon Music for Prime because I have Prime. I pay for it. Mine as well, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, you can listen to podcasts on there. I really haven't looked to see if like the podcasts that I'm already listening to are on there. Most of the time they are. So maybe I'll just switch to that, but no ads, things like that. I've missed you guys. I missed you guys too. It's been a long time. What you guys been up right. to? All right, fuck you, Joe. <laughs> uh, I've been up to absolutely nothing. Uh, it's it was Disney over at, at the world. Yeah. He's fucking slaving away for the rat. Cole, what? I, I, have, what you... I have no money to show for it. Cole, what do you actually do there the whole time? Like, other than just work in the park? Here, I, I'll which, tell you what I don't, he does. which I don't even think you work at the park. I feel like you're just always. No, he works at a restaurant. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll talk more about it when we get out. I don't want to talk about it on podcast, but I'll t- talk talk to you guys about it later. He, he, he stands there all day in one corner of the entire park and just whenever anybody walks by, without uh, without asking if they want to hear it first, he just goes, welcome to Good Burger Home of a Good Burger Van Order. your order. Okay, can we start? I want to start the podcast off talking about Good Burger. Okay. So I didn't. Okay, think, we can do that. I didn't yeah, finish hey. the movie. I think I had maybe twenty minutes left. I didn't finish okay, it. Yeah. What are you watching? What I saw. What What would you watch? What, what were you watching? Because you didn't really say the title. You said it so fast. Good Burger. Good Burger. Okay. Good Burger. Thank it's, you. It's so. It's such. A, it's dumb, isn't it? It's such a stupid movie, but good God, did I enjoy what I saw? Yeah. Did you get to the shack scene night and finish it? However, one thing that threw me off was Dan Schneider being the boss. I'm just like, okay, no one what we know now about the guy. I'm just like, all right, but I, yeah, you know, I had fun with it. it was, you can clearly friggin' a Bogota, a a Bogota. Jesus Christ! I didn't realize he was in this. That that was. Yeah, I want to say he's he only died a few years ago though, right? Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, like he was still kicking it for a while, and he was pretty old in that. He yeah. looks like he was in his 80s or 90s. And that came out in like 99, 2000? Mm-mm. That was like 93, bro. No, it wasn't 93. I guarantee you it was 98 or 99. I'm looking it up right now. Let's see. Good burger. Hold 97. On. 97. So I was close. Yeah, you can definitely tell as Dan Schneider wrote. Oh, Sinbad's in that. So is Lena yeah, Cardellini. But you can tell Dan Schneider wrote some of those, especially like the scene where Ed's like swimming in the milkshake. Yeah. Thing. yeah. That is such a Dan Schneider thing. Real quick. So yeah, that was one of my favorite moments though. <laughs> Good Burger came out in, in 97. Uh, Abe was 76. So maybe 74, 75 when they filmed the movie, depending on how long it took before. But yeah, he was pretty old. I know him as Tessio from, from The Godfather. That's how I always remember That's how him. everyone knows him. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen The Godfather, but you know. Oh, he's so good in The Godfather. See, I would. I do know him in the as, Godfather. I do know him as like the dude from The Godfather, just like by notoriety, pretty much, yeah. or like the how popular that movie is and like how loved that movie is. Mm-hmm. But for like Cole, maybe maybe you not really. I don't know, but especially for well, not for Cole because he didn't watch it until 2021. But for like me, I was like, oh, that's the dude from Good Burger for the, most of my life. And like honestly, when he passed away, um the two things that people put on like their headlines were like um a vergota legendary actor from godfather and good burger those were the two that he they would put up so the people would know who he is kind of deal right 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 maybe to kind of tie in like hey you know the older generation if you saw godfather this is where he's from for the he younger in, ones who's in batman mask of the phantasm oh the cartoon Ooh, yeah. Dude, there's the list of character cast on here, like, because they got like Sinbad, George Clinton's in here. Yeah, uh, George Clinton, man. Uh, Carmen Electra is in the movie. She's she like Roxanne. Yeah, the hot chick. Trying they to play get to, Roxanne to by the police. He was on the Norm show, which was the show of. Yeah, Norm rest McDonald's. in peace, Norm yeah, McDonald. Dude. Dude, we'll we'll talk about we'll talk about Norm in a minute. Let's let's, let's finish the Good Burger. We have we have to give Norm some time. Yeah, true, true, true. So, so Cole, finish up your your good take. So, did you like it though? 
Yeah, from what um, I need to go back and finish it, but from what I saw, yeah, I enjoyed it. I had fun with it. It's a unfortunately dumb movie, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and I thought that when I was a kid. Uh, I had it on VHS as a kid on an orange tape. Hell yeah! Uh, yeah I was yeah. obsessed with the idea of Ed Sauce as a kid too, which I think is really yeah. just like mustard. <laughs> I, I think, think it's like all it is. I think it's like yeah. mustard, ketchup, and like Thousand Island dressing all mixed it's together. It's pretty much what Chick Fil A sauce is, which is yeah, like honey much. mustard and barbecue sauce put together. Um, but and I even had like a like a I want to say bootleg copy because I literally like when they were showing it on uh, uh, Nickelodeon one night, so I recorded it with it. a blank VHS. So I had nice. two different awesome. copies of this movie. I mean, and it's dumb. It is a dumb movie. As a kid, I thought it was a dumb movie. As a kid, I also laughed. But also in 2021, I probably still laugh at Keenan and Kel because they killed it. And Sinbad in that movie. He was hilarious. Oh my God, Sinbad can just like deliver. Wait, 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 wait. Was Sinbad the teacher? Yeah, he was a teacher. Okay, I knew. I constantly got fucked up. I I knew who that was, but I couldn't put. I couldn't put, put my finger on it. Okay. Fresh paint of wax, and then boom, giant burger just falls on the floor. So for me, like, 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 like Brady said, he can probably still laugh at laugh at the at the movie now, like, just because it takes you back to the to that nostalgic, you know, era of Nickelodeon where it was, you know, it was for us. And I feel like that was like the the peak Nickelodeon. You know what I mean? When yeah. everything was funny. Granted, yeah, I, you know, as as time passes and all of Dan Schneider, you know, shit was all, you know, all that shit came out. But like, looking. Not looking at that, you're looking at everything that was going on Nickelodeon at the time. It was gold. Yeah. No, There's you- also a direct line between that movie, all that, and the Keenan and Kel show. Yeah. To Keenan now being, I don't, I, I, I think he's still, yeah, he is. Keenan is now one of the longest reoccurring cast members on SNL. On SNL. Yeah. yeah. Of all time. And that's crazy. Like, he's and that been was, on there since like 2005. Wasn't that like Nickelodeon's first, first movie? Like they did that was like a live action movie. Yeah, I think so. Probably. And like Good Burger being a skit from all that, which was, you know, Nickelodeon's kids version of SNL. Their kid version of SNL. What's, it was so good and it was fun. And it's just but, insane to me that, you know, Nickelodeon, you know, they pumped, they pumped out all this stuff. And now all these years later, turns out several of the creators from the network are total, you know, terrible people. But, you know, because you got, got Dan Schneider, you got, the Ren and Stimpy guy. We're not gonna get into that. And then you got uh, Butch Hartman, who, uh, yeah, didn't Butch Hartman do all the Fairly Odd Parents stuff. Yeah, he did Fairly Odd Parents and Danny Phantom, and he's okay. He he did a fundraiser a few years back for this Christian uh, streaming service where it was gonna be good, family friendly entertainment. Which and, is a nice idea, I would say, if you want. Turned like, out he like con people out of their money, and like, it's like it's like been like three or four years, and we don't even have. He he just released a tra- trailer the other day for it, but all it was was a trailer that was on the the Kickstarter page for it all those years ago. So he still mm-hmm. has nothing to show for it. He stole like almost three hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah i mean that, that's a shame and yeah like you know that's usually how it works out like like i mean because as you continue to look at the people from nickelodeon back then who how shitty they were and then there's... Well, like it was it was funny content to us as kids but oh absolutely like we we missed like the the overtones that's also of the... the thing we're kids we're, we're stupid yeah. we're like yeah, we're stupid <laughs> and we miss like, the overtones of the joke yeah 
Yeah, and like he, you know, and he's got videos now where where if you go and look at, look through certain videos, he has things that he says. Like there's one where I don't even remember what the video was about, but he was talking about responding to criticism. And he's like, do you even know who I am? You think you're going to take me down? <laughs> like he sounds like a fucking supervillain. And I'm like, dude, wh- who are you? Hmm. There was and this then, like, wasn't it? And it was Dan that had like the, the obsession with feet, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's like okay. literally just scenes of everything from like iCarly, Victoria. Yeah. And then, like, uh, but you know, there was this there was this thing on TikTok I saw, and I think I sent it to Cole. I may not have sent it, uh, but it's literally a super cut of every ending of uh, the Victoria Justice show, where they take a line from the show, but it's so like out of context compared to everything else, and it literally you can tell it's oh, just I don't think I watched, Dan Schneider I think I was at work being or something when you watched when you sent that. I don't think I got got to watch I don't it. Watch it either. It's well, just, it's you can tell it's just like Dan Schneider's like this one's funny I'm gonna use this line but out of context it sounds very very like, dude, just fucked up. So at the beginning of the year, me and my niece were we were uh, binging Dragon Josh. I mean your sister. My my niece, who everyone thinks is my sister for some reason, we were binging Dragon <laughs> Josh before it turned out Drake is also a terrible person. And uh, good God, some of the jokes in that show I'm watching it now as an adult. I'm like, what the. Like there's hey some... yo, but the the theater chick that like Josh gets with, Josh is yeah. lucky for that. You know the one joke that always sticks on <laughs> which, me. Which which theater chick? Uh, the the one that looks like the chick from Even Stevens, but isn't the chick from Even Stevens? I never like, saw Even. Stevens. Looks like Christy Carlson Romano, but not Christy Carlson Romano. But looks a lot like her. You talking about Mindy? maybe probably yeah the one he ended up with at the end of the show. Yeah. The nerdy girl from school. Yeah. Anyway, what were you saying, Joe? The one joke that always stuck with me, and I only realized it as I got older and I watched it again, was Rocco's Modern Life when Rocco's looking for a job and he's working the phone sex line. And oh, you don't. It's in the sign like, says, be kind, be courteous. And he's like, yeah. oh, baby, oh, he's baby, like, oh, baby, oh, baby, oh, baby. He's like, what am I wearing? Uh, and he says what he's wearing. And he goes, wait, Mrs. Big Head? And then, <laughs> and then the scene cuts and i was like that this in dude, that show the name that show was raunchy the name man. of the restaurant that they go to in not every episode but in a bunch of the episodes is called choky chicken <laughs> which is the greatest name for a restaurant in a kid's show ever. You see, Yo, this is my this favorite is the joke that flies over our head as as kids man if there was a deleted <laughs> scene where um I think it was deleted. It may have been an, but um, Rocco was like picking berries and he squeezes them and you see a bear pop out from behind the bush holding himself. So Rocco just. <laughs> <laughs> you see, yeah, Yo, so there's, like there's a joke on uh, SpongeBob that like happened when I was older. So it registered with me a little bit more. Please mm-hmm. tell me uh, it was the one with the soap. No. It's so SpongeBob or Patrick like hires SpongeBob to be his doctor, and all you hear is like a glove snap, and then and the scene cuts. And you're just like, what? Do you, do you remember when they made SpongeBob? My and favorite like part of that was wife? when. Well, hold on, Joe. My favorite part is Patrick puts on the gloves, 
and he's like, don't touch me. I'm sterile. I'm sterile. Which that's a classic doctor joke. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm, okay, I'm okay with that one. But I'm talking about when um, when they rescue the little clam, and so SpongeBob oh, and Patrick yes! become like a become like m- mom and dad. So their husband and yes. wife. Well, Tom Kenny, this is the thing I work. I get for working overtime. You you do. I mean, I think it's well known by now that Tom Kenny originally wrote that for Adult Swim. And so a lot of the jokes did kind of transfer over into Nickelodeon. Uh, not, yeah, not Tom Kenny, Stephen Hillenburg. Stephen Hillenburg. Didn't Tom Kenny help write a lot of it though? Mm, I, or did uh, he not, just voice SpongeBob? He's just the voice of SpongeBob. Yeah, he's just voice of the sponge. Um, but yeah, like you know, honestly, like as I look as because I was watching some of the old SpongeBob episodes the other day, like it holds up and it's fun to me. It's still funny, and like yeah, some of the jokes are some of the jokes are a bit adultish on certain things, but overall, like I felt like it fit very well for a kids show and. There's a I whole feel- ass episode where Patrick's parents aren't really his parents. Yeah, they're yeah, and now they have. The it just Patrick- plays on the whole. Stu- it just plays on the whole stupidity of, of you know all of them. And now they have Patrick has his own show, where his parents aren't even the parents that we do see at the end of that episode. It's different parents. Yeah, and I'll be honest. I watched about half of the first episode when it dropped uh, about a month or two ago. It's not great, but it's as far as modern SpongeBob goes, it's not bad. I didn't hate okay, it. So, question for you a uh, couple questions, actually. Oh, um, so, the iCarly revive, I've heard nothing but like good things about it. Is it good? I've only seen the first episode. I, I don't know. I've, and I know uh, she like says bitch in it. And hey. I saw a scene on, I saw a scene on TikTok where like her and Freddie are in like a hotel and i don't know the context of the show of if they're together or not but it's like that classic sitcom trope of they're not together but they get put in like the lover's room at a hotel and like everything yeah. that could go wrong can go wrong and like uh, some cleaning i saw, like, some, I saw some, some cleaning girl like walked yeah some cleaning girl walked in and was like suggested a threesome and i'm like this is iCarly i pro i clearly need to watch because that's I like episode three bro yeah. Is it episode three? It's like apparently like early on. Okay, I, um, saw, I saw the first episode. I liked what I saw. Thought, did you pay uh, attention to the credits on the first episode? I don't remember if I did or not. Um, I just didn't know if they still have to legally give. Oh, Dan Schneider. Dan Schneider I credit. Can't remember. I can't remember. Um, but no, Freddie. Freddie has a daughter now, and she's th- this. Sass, sassy little you know little girl good god <laughs> she was my favorite part of that whole episode she she's great um they mentioned sam about what happened to her oh, oh yeah it's anything so, like girl oh, yeah. meets world i might be into it because honestly i really did enjoy girl meets world when it came out i was a diehard boy meets world fan like i absolutely loved it Man, uh, who was it every love boy every world. halloween i have to go back and watch and then there was sean it's one of the best episodes they've ever produced it's so good there's so many like just good references throughout it. jennifer love hewitt plays a character in it and she pretty much just plays her i know what you did last summer character mm-hmm. and like, there's a whole part where like she's because at the time it's the 90s she kind of was a little bit of the scream queen of the 90s yeah she was only in that one movie i don't agree with that term for her but anyway she's screaming her head off and like um angela 
goes, uh-uh, girl, only one person gets to scream here, and it's me. I <laughs> 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 then like, um, uh, they they did a like a they did a South Park reference in that episode too. Like there was like there was one character. This is the only episode he's ever in. His name's Kenny. He gets a pencil stabbed through his head, and Eric goes, "Oh my god, thank you, Kenny." That's <laughs> right. I forgot about that, man. And it was like kind of a gory episode. Like the pencil in the head was a bit gory too. Because this is like it was like it was in black and white in some parts, right? The no. episode. No. Oh no! Yeah, I think so. Parts of the episode and, like, were black and Sean white. Sean was the killer, but like the killer looked like the killer from Fear Street. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, I, my father, the best, the best line, or actually the best two best parts for me were obviously the songs over the intercom were very mm-hmm. much like Willy Wonka, like Oompa Loompa songs about whenever someone like disappeared dies. or died. Or dies, yeah. It was like you're gonna die. Death has come tonight. Is over the intercom, but That's like so when good. Kenny dies and he like falls down the wall with the pencil still in his head. By the way, Corey walks up and goes, "We'll always remember he was this tall." <laughs> yes oh dude I and then they all freak out <laughs> i need to go back and watch boy meets world it's on it's on disney plus i need to go back and watch it but no for at least like the first season or two of girl meets world uh i was pretty much into it i was like they did this right they didn't like oh my god and here's sean and oh my god here's eric and here's the parents like they slowly rolled them all in did mm-hmm. you ever finish Mighty Ducks? Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Dude, I finished that shit. I finished that shit at like 1 a.m. one night, and I legit cried for an hour after the episode ended. Like, oh, my God. It was so a typical so, Friday night for you. Yes. So, spoilers. Uh, the last episode, obviously, they do the whole like the Ducks go to the championship thing, all that. And then, um, one of the players is refusing to take a break because she's injured. So they all decide to forfeit the game. So the Ducks by forfeit really win the championship in the, the Gordon Bombay's team, which is called the Don't Bothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like, you know what? We're better than you anyway because we're better people. And so Gordon Bombay challenges the Ducks coach to a, a like a scrimmage or like a unauthorized game pretty much and um the stipulation is is if the don't bothers win they get the ducks name wait so oh, the du- so the don't bothers the ducks aren't the ducks so the ducks no the ducks are like the ducks but they're not like they completely they're not bombay's ducks yeah, they've completely distanced themselves from him okay, and all okay. this. Like, there was an episode earlier on in the series where they were having a reunion and he wasn't even invited. And so, like, the original Ducks, which is like Fulton Reed, Elderman, like those guys, crashed mm-hmm. it and were like, you know, this team wouldn't be nothing without Gordon Bombay. All you guys are fake. <laughs> like, it was, it's a really good series. I've I suggest never, checking it out. I've never seen the movie. I kind of, you really only really need to see the first movie. Oh no! Hey, part two is no, so for, good. I know, but if you're gonna, if you want to watch the show, I think you really only okay. really need to see the first movie, okay. and you'll have enough information. You'll know who like Charlie Conway is, who Averman is, who who I don't Fulton know. Reed I kinda, is. I kind of want to go into it blind, honestly, and, mm. and just see how I like it that way. Talk to about that one. Anyway, let's move on from Nickelodeon Disney talk. 
yeah. what are we gonna talk oh well we got to talk about disney real quick one more time uh for this year for this week's entry into brady enters the mcu or enrolls in the mcu uh i watched thor and that's all i gotta say about that really wait do we oh, come still on the, come do on do we still have the brady enters the mcu music yeah i have it saved on another file so all i can right. add it Thor. I was Thor. It was just Thor is a boring character. At least in this first movie. I'm okay. sure he gets better. But at least in this first movie, I wasn't like when I went back and watched Iron Man, you guys know I was like excited. I was wowed by it. When mm-hmm. I watched Iron Man 2, I was like, all right, I can see where like the a little bit more of the future MCU is put into there, but it still very much doesn't feel like an MC mo- MCU movie. Thor feels like a really shitty sci-fi like take on Norse mythology. Like, and by sci-fi, I mean like sci-fi channel. Okay, like I'll say a sci-fi original Thor. movie. Everything in Asgard is great. Everything on Earth needed a little bit more work. I and see, honestly, I totally agree with that because Thor, the first Thor, is probably like my one small town. Yeah, and it's probably it's probably like my least favorite uh, MCU movie, just well, because of. The, just oh, because oh, of the huge, just because of the Earthside stuff, because because they're in a small town. You, and I was you, like, you like. Let me get this straight. You like Thor two more than the original Thor. I'll put both of them at the bottom of the barrel. Like for me, Thor one and two are at the bottom of the barrel for me. Okay, okay, that's fine. I can. I was about to Although say. Thor two is a step up, but no, they're still no. slightly. I feel like they got a little bit better. But it's, we'll for get, me, we'll it's just that in a later episode. For me, it's just because of like, yeah, they're they're in a small town, and yeah, everything in Asgard is great. Like when they're on, when they're on Jotunheim and everything, that's that's cool stuff. But when they're on Earth, I was like, this is boring. And like, what really killed it for me was when the friend showed up, his Asgardian friend. I was friend, about to say that, it and they're like banging so the door. Weird. They're like Thor. I'm like, Dude, this is stupid. Found you. That- that part that part what i was about to say is it literally felt like they hired some cosplayers to like fill out a scene yeah like, that's like what it, it felt like it didn't, didn't feel, feel like right. an mcu movie at all it felt it like didn't. a fan-made movie almost and they just so happened to get lucky and cast natalie portman chris hemsworth and scars whatever i think he's stalin yeah stalin start scars guard stalin scars plus tom hiddleston yeah true no, and Anthony but, Hopkins, duh. And Anthony Hopkins, yeah. But hold on, let me look at the actors who played the the Warriors three because one of them. But like, uh, the, don't don't get me wrong, like the the jokes and stuff were that way. Is that Idris Elba in that one too? Yeah, he's uh, yes, he's, he's Heimdall. But like, don't get me wrong, the jokes on Earth are, are funny. Yeah. It's just it's just how they so, played it out in the in that small town and fighting the the giant uh, metal thing. I was like, they could have done this so much better. So you calling the Warriors three? You know, oh, cosplayers! I did. I I for, until this moment forgot that the Thandral, who was the blonde one, I think he was played by Joshua Dallas, who is known today for playing Prince Charming on Once Upon a Time. Never saw it. 
And then in the second movie, I think he's replaced by Zachary Levi. I think so. Yeah. So. So what would you, what would you give it? I don't know. Uh, I mean, it just, you it just, out of what, what's my, was I doing out of 10? Let's give you, yeah, one out of 10. He's going four and a half. I thought you were going to give it a two. I can agree with that. The, I, the, I, another thing I, is that I, the, I the villain, five or six, but I, I agree with you. The villain or like the, the, let's be honest here. It's the Megazoid is what it was. The just, destroyer. It just didn't do any, like that movie, like it, that movie. And I said this about Hulk too. I know I, I said this about the Hulk and I, I, and I know I'm repeating myself here, but that movie was literally felt like, Hey, we need to put this character into the MCU. Let's just quickly make a movie. Okay. Let me ask you this. Thor or Hulk? You got to pick one. Well, which do you prefer? Ooh. Unpopular opinion here. Hulk. Wow. Okay. Too bad okay. Hulk wasn't part of the MCU, though. But it is. Joe! Don't make this, this man. But it ain't. It's, it is. It is part of the MCU. Bite me. Shang-Chi has confirmed it's part of the MCU. That's another he's, thing. We'll talk about that in a minute. got you there, bro. No. I ain't seen a movie, but, you know. We'll talk about that in a minute. While All we're right, still, but yeah. So, to pivot on the... Uh, on the MCU still. Um, before we get into Shang-Chi, Arla, you know what? Shang-Chi or what if? I have you wait, have you seen the new the new episode? I've seen I have all. not seen episode six yet. I have seen them all. I've okay. only watched episode the one where where T'Challa becomes Star Lord and I still halfway through the zombie one. But I know that episodes can I say spoilers, Cole? Like I know, I know six is Killmonger. That's all I know. I don't. Yeah, I know six is well. Sorry, spoilers. But uh, six is pretty much the plot of Black Panther, just with the facade of what if Killmonger saved Iron Man instead. Okay, and that's what I kind of. It's essentially Black Panther, but uh, Chadwick actually dies in the like in the show. Hmm. Okay. So, and then like the article I read was like. Because they show like the ending where like, sorry, spoiler, Sherry goes to talk to, what is it, Natasha? Pepper. Pepper. To kind of deal with the Killmonger situation. And like certain websites picked it up with like, they just confirmed a huge leak on what if. I'm like, I'm pretty damn sure when Chadwick Boseman passed away, that was everyone's thinking right away was Sherry's going to take the Black Panther. Yeah. yeah. Give it That's to like, the it's, it's not, it's not shocking. No, it's not. Like, it's like it's, it's not the, a leak either. It's like, the assumption. On. I mean, what? Because that that's a that's a storyline in the comics, isn't it? If I'm not mistaken. It's not like they're gonna re. Yeah. It's not like they're gonna like find a way to like retcon the fact that Killmonger's alive. We're like he's Black Panther now because Michael yeah. B. Jordan. Honestly, I'm cool with Shuri, Shuri or Shuri. Yeah, it's the Shuri. I'm cool with her being Black Panther. Mm-hmm. I just hope we get a lot of like more of Winston Duke in there too, playing. Umbako or whatever yeah. his name is. So cool. Like, he I know was really were, fucking good. Cole, I know you were kind of on the fence about the Merle Yambo. What do you think about what if so far? So I'm gonna take this episode by episode. Episode one, you know, Captain Carter. I didn't Boring. like 
It was very boring. It it was very fast paced. They they crammed a two hour movie into a thirty minute time slot. It didn't work. I liked the idea. Didn't like the execution. Episode two, loved it. Thought it, thought it was great. A great episode. Seeing T'Challa Star, and this was the one I was most excited for. Seeing T'Challa Star Lord, mwah, Chef's kiss, fantastic. And then. The, you know Thanos b- being in it, and oh, spoilers by the way. If you have, if you for some reason are listening to this and haven't seen What If, what's wrong with you? Anyway, also, if you uh, listen to the show, you should know by now. We give nothing but spoilers. In yeah, <laughs> people. Thanos talking about genocide the entire time, and in seeing nothing wrong with it was hilarious. When he popped Uh-oh. up as as one of the Ravagers, I was like, <gasps> yeah, I was like, oh, okay, let's go. Um. Seeing my boy Howard the Duck again. I know you were excited about that one. I was like, oh God. Good episode. Um, episode three. What if the Avengers uh what what if the Avengers never assembled or whatever it was? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Dark, right? God dude, I was so but good. I loved the tone of in that. So three and four are my favorites right now. So <laughs> And I was not expecting the twist, you know, Hank Pym being the one. That was a good twist. Wearing the yellow jacket uh, uniform and everything. That was good. Man, I saw the yellow jacket uniform. Then he pulled the helmet off. I'm like, oh, shit. Here we go. Let's go. In the fight. Hey, you're pretty spry for a guy who has a corner office. Yeah, I see. I like the the tie in that one with with Fury and Loki working together. I thought that was really cool. And, and I loved, it was based on, uh, it, this was actually based on a comic called Fury's Big Week, which take, takes place in the same week as Iron Man 2, Hulk, and Thor, because they all take place within one week. Uh-huh. So this was a take on that comic. Interesting. That was fantastic. That. that was great. Um, then we get to episode four, probably my favorite what if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? Oh my god! I bawled like a baby. It good, was so good, Lord! Such a good episode. God, that, dude, this episode made me rethink a lot. It made me. This episode made me think, and not a lot of stuff makes me think. So, man, the. You know, now now I look back on it, it reminds me of what Thanos when he snapped and he goes into the other world and he sees the little, little Gamora and he's like, you know, did it, did it, you know, did it work? He's like, yeah. And what did right. it cost? Everything. everything. It cost Dr. Strange everything. It was such a good episode. And then nice, dude. when, when they finally, when he finally acknowledged the watcher, the watcher's just like, nah, not nah, I'm out. Like, I can't help you. Even if I could, I wouldn't. Yeah. I can't interfere. The watcher's yeah. The watcher is like, all right, I'm gonna head out. Jeffrey Wright narrating and being the watcher. I was see, I wasn't such a good fucking pick. I wasn't sure about his casting when it was announced, but good God, he's great. And I perfect. I I hope we see him in live action at some point as the yes watcher. Such a good voice. And then episode five is zombies. Zombies. Um, little a little light on plot, but. As far as action goes, I was solid. It was, fun. it was pretty great. It was fun. I think I've taught. I've know I've told told this to you guys before, and I'm pretty sure I talked about it when we did our Army of the Dead episode. I'm tired of zombies. I'm sick of zombies. They're overplayed. They're overused. 
this was fun. I enjoyed this. Yeah. This is the kind of stuff I like to see with zombies. It was, and it was a different take on zombies because they, they kept their powers of, of the heroes. Yeah, th- that was very cool. That and was I think cool. I've heard that's something from the, the Marvel Zombies comics. Like, they're super smart and whatnot. So that was cool. Yeah, I thought that was pretty neat. And I liked how, how they got the, to the zombie virus. You know, it was when Hank went to go find his wife. So he goes into yeah. the, you know, I was I was quantum realm. That, so that, that, that was, was pretty cool. I was like, that's a, a cool it's way. It's a quantum to... virus. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's awesome. pretty neat. And then, I was happy with that. And then Chadwick Chadwick Boseman's speeches to Chala at the end about, oh, death isn't the end, dude. <sighs> I was like, holy shit. I was getting choked up for that part again. I was like, stop, Chadwick. Yeah, dude. I was I was crying. Like, oh man. And then. He comes out again in, in the in the next episode with with Killmonger. Yeah. So, Without going was, into details, what'd you think of the Killmonger episode? Because I, I I would have liked it. I thought it was I thought it was cool. Like like Brady said, it's basically the Black Panther plot, but um, with um with a Tony Stark angle into it. I'm down for that. Cool. So we get we get Tony Stark. We get uh, we get Happy. We get Pepper. Um, that boy Obadiah Stain is in it. Real quick. So for the most what for the most yeah. part, okay, stop talking. Don't tell me anything else. My <laughs> boy, for the most part, for the most part, they've gotten everyone except Drax to revoice their characters, right? And no. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, Robert Downey doesn't voice uh, uh, Chris Evans. Tony, Chris Evans doesn't voice Captain. That seems like such a bitch move on their part. Not, not well. Dave Bautista yeah. is kind of a bitch anyway, but Robert Tom, Downey Jr. Uh, and Chris Tom Evans Holland. like. He Tom Holland, yeah. Tom Holland didn't do it. Well, I don't Honestly, know, man. like my the way I see it, it's like I get it. They want to move on. They that, that's okay. I'm okay with that. This has yeah, been with, with this Batista, has been these, like a these movies were your resurgence in your career. Here's the thing. But this is this is what you've been for a de- like over a decade. You know, it's it's time to move on. Think about it with thing. a but Batista said it was like a scheduling issue or something. Somebody didn't call him. It, it was a, some kind of mix-up. That's why he didn't do the voice. I have a theory about that. I love Batista. Don't you, you think they me? didn't call him on purpose? Yeah. He already he already said that he's done after Guardians 3. So then maybe someone and you know, maybe it was a mistake on both parties. Maybe it was a scheduling thing, but he already said he's done after Guardians 3, which if that's the case, maybe someone was like, you know, well, maybe he's just not into it anymore. Maybe we won't we won't waste our time trying to reach out to him. And just it could have been the fact that because well, because the voice sounded almost exactly like him, to be honest. Yeah, it sounded pretty spot on. But he also wasn't happy after they let go of the Gun Brothers for that, you know, for that five minutes. Yeah, they're back remember, now. Like, but yeah, but remember how upset they, you know, he got about that because you know he felt like the guns were the ones. I mean, I was MCU kind of upset with too, upset about it too, because like it was such a trivial thing to get upset over to release them yeah. to only hire them back like what three days later, essentially. Yeah. After after, because it was literally like they fired him. Oh, James Gunn's gonna move over to the DCU, and they're like, "No, we want you back. We want you back." Like, whoa, 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 don't do that! Don't do that! <laughs> and they came right but back. Yeah. yeah. So you guys talk about Shang Chi, Shang Chi, Shang Chi, Shang Chi. Was it? I I'm gonna watch it eventually. Obviously, I may end up seeing it in theaters. I don't know, but like, see it in Dolby. As far as like, I try to see all my like. I'm waiting for the Halloween kills tickets to drop so I can go buy the Dolby. I try to tickets. see everything in Dolby if I can. Um, but 
Well, I, yeah, I saw Halloween 2018 and Dolby 3 several times. It was amazing. <laughs> but um, as far as like MCU movies, where, and I know there's like 40,000 of them already. So in your, in your opinion, let's start with Joe, because I kind of know where Cole's going to go with this. Joe, where do you put it as far as like, is it in the top 10 at all or? How many, okay, first off, how many movies are in the MCU? Like 26, right? It's Come on, like man. 23. I think this is 25. Okay, so yeah. Would it be in your top 10 of the MCU? I would say yeah, because it felt very different from your typical MCU movie. Uh, Does very... it feel very origin story again? Because that's, that's you know, my problem with most like first MCU movies is like you can do the origin story thing it makes sense to do it it's perfect to do it because you've got to introduce the character into the universe hold on call but the structure the structure is the same every time i feel like just like it it gets kind of repetitive without and it it, it's not repetitive because it's always different characters and things like that like it's a different story and all that but it does you gotta admit it does feel kind of repetitive doesn't it yeah i i I totally Sometimes I get, yeah. it has the same beats of like we're going to introduce this guy and then we're going to introduce how this guy's into this and then this and this and then, and then you know so it didn't feel like your standard mcu origin story to me because okay, I, I, felt, can dig that. I felt like they weren't focusing on on shang chi origin story specifically they're focusing on the origins of the ten rings and how the father carries them and stuff like that which so is something get, that's already established in the MCU a little bit, right? I would call back me up, clarify that part. Say that again. The Ten Rings is already something that's slightly established within yeah, the MCU yeah. already, okay. right? So, so the they, first, hold on, I just, I just need a yes or no, Cole. I don't need a whole like four yeah, hour Cole, explanation. I, I, yes, this isn't not, Lord of the Rings. We're not walking the first Iron Man. Yes. Okay, yeah, because after he said the question, I, I realized. So the Ten Rings come out as the villains in Iron Man three. Which will be, you know, the ones where the Mandarin. Ben comes Kingsley into, is the Mandarin. Yeah, yes. Ben Kingsley is the Mandarin and stuff like that. Um, so of course we get back to the Ten Rings. This is the same organization that they're referring to, and um, we we do see that boy King uh, Ben Kingsley again, which I was I did not know he was coming out in the movie. So when he came out, I was super hyped because I love his character. Um, but yeah, so it's it's more of an origin story on the father and the ten rings, and honestly, it's it's more of a love story on that part because you see the the struggles he goes through to uh, to get the power he wants, but he leaves all that power for his wife, who's the mother of Shang Chi and his sister, and he loses her. So he goes, he kind of goes crazy with with power and wanting to get his his wife back and stuff like that. So that's. That's why I think it's it's different than your typical origin story because it doesn't necessarily focus on Shang Chi directly. It focuses on an entire family, and the the story of the parents. And I thought that was cool because we get to see we're we're seeing it all being built, you know, the whole family thing all together. And when we when we meet Shang Chi and everything, it just kind of picks up. They're like, you know, shit hits the fan, and he's like, damn, I got to go back home. And I got to go warn my sister and all this stuff. So like it, it picks up pretty quickly. And I was, I was happy with that. I was like, cool. We don't get like a lot of, a lot of downtime and stuff like that. It picks up rather quickly. Um, the fight scene 
at the at the like underground fight club, whatever. Cole, was that abomination that weird thing that was working with Wong? That was abomination. He had a more comic accurate design. Yes, okay. it was abomination. Okay, because I was like, wasn't abomination red? No, that's Red Hulk. Theory. Was it Red Hulk? I mean, we've never I, seen Red Hulk, but Red Hulk's red. I yeah. swear, I swear in the and like in the early traders of Shang-Chi, he was a different color. He was more like a maroonish red. No, I don't know what you're thinking of. Unless maybe I just, you know, maybe I was looking at the lights in the background or something maybe, like that. Maybe you're thinking of the dragon, because the dragon was also in the trailers. Maybe, maybe I'm something because I remember like something being off colored. Um, and I was like, that's just I don't remember how how that looked, but okay. But um, yeah, we see a lot of characters in the movie that we weren't expecting. We see Wong. What we see oh, before before you continue, also in the underground like fight club, uh, we also see a black widow f- fighting someone in someone with extremists from Iron yes, Man. Yes, yes. I thought I, I thought about that. that. Was very interesting. I thought that was cool. Um, so we see all that. Like I said, we see Wong, um, which I was not expecting to see Wong, but I was like, of course we see Wong. This makes more sense if we see Wong and everything going on in here. Um, so I was like, cool. But overall, like I said, I really enjoyed the movie. I like the the origin story uh, format that they did. Uh, how much culture we get to see on the backside when we when they get into their into their mom's home. Uh, home village and everything seeing the culture of you know the asian their asian background stuff that was really cool and it was really colorful and i i really enjoyed the movie overall what do you got cole i know you're ready to book it on so for me personally this is this is probably my favorite origin story from marvel that we've gotten since the since dr strange and i think when for me, he's a top five villain, or should I say antagonist? Because he he's a villain, but not really. Like they actually yeah. give him depth. And good God, I loved his character. He was fantastic. He was good. Uh, the chemistry between Shang Chi and his friend Katie, who I went into the movie thinking I was gonna hate. I I liked I liked her a lot, and I'm glad they didn't try the force of a relationship. Like it was a friendship, and I liked that. I thought that was sweet. I felt, and I felt like toward the end there, like it. It it seemed like it was growing into something more, which but I'm not surprised. But they don't was. give a definite answer about that yet, though. No, like she lays like her head on his shoulder at the end. But that I felt that's I was like, oh, friendship. I felt like that's still yeah, very still very friendship like. Yeah, so, I was like, that's cool. I'm cool with that. But no, I you know I dug it. The action was cool. The rings, while I wish they had done like oh each ring having a separate power like in the comics, other but even then that's not that big a deal because the rings are so freaking cool you know whatever and i felt like they, they kept showing like different power like it can do like every yeah. time like it was always something different stuff, yeah do. that's true so I was, I was cool with that but yeah the fight fight scenes were cool. the dragon was cool i wish it had been thin thing thing foom but we can get him in another movie it's fine it's fine um the the post credit scene post-credit scene dude here's one here's my question how in the hell is bruce banner bruce banner again you're talking about in the in the post-credits he's bruce banner again but he was smart hulk in in game so what oh yeah Mm. plus he had a bandage around his arm from like uh from the snap i forgot about that yeah 
man. And, and there's some some people are lying or speculating maybe this takes place after She-Hulk. In maybe because I think the timeline for this is April 2024 is the official timeline when this it's takes place. A few place. years after everything, right? Yeah, which may in Shang Chi supposed to be like 23. What the? Fuck? He does not like 23. He's easily well, 30. He, and he wears like he's talking. Oh, I was 13 when I left, and he wears a jacket at one point that says Class of 2017. And I'm like, so you're telling me Shang Chi's younger than me? What? Yeah, you look terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man i i look like shit <laughs> but i uh, now like yeah like i've honestly like after after endgame and like looking at the lineup of things that were that were like scheduled like slated to come out i was like i don't think they can get me invested again the way they got me invested during you know i i felt the same after far from home came out i i was done i not done but i was burnt out i was like okay What's next? I was, like, I was like, I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna get invested again, because like I was like, we're like, how are they gonna tie it? Like, how are they gonna you know forge a story now to get into everything? Multiverse. And honestly, like after watching you know the the shows on, on Disney Plus and the movies so far, I'm fucking hyped. I am. I am, too. I am very much looking forward to Multiverse of Madness, and I feel like Spider Man is gonna be that tipping point into it. Uh, I feel like I feel like multiverse is gonna be like a um, the same level as a, of Avengers. You know how like Avengers, that's like that is like the pivotal point for things. And it's like okay, like everything's kind of culminated to this. And here are the Avengers. Oh, I see. What you're, like how every, I, well, I'll, I'll say this wrong. I know already, but how every phase kind of ends with like that Avengers style movie. Like the like the Avengers is acts as like the like the boss for that level yeah. checkpoint checkpoint type of thing. I feel like Multiverse of Madness is going to be that checkpoint, that new answer for the Avengers. And Spider-Man, Spider-Man 3 is going to be that tipping point into it all. And then we're going to have everyone we're going to have, and it's all going to be into the multiverse. And I'm, I'm freaking excited for it, man. I think Eternals is going to be fun. Um, Eternals? <clears throat> Eternals, yeah. I'm looking forward to Eternals now. Like, um, I kind of like for me, it just looks like a, like a superhero art piece movie. But I'm yeah. looking forward to it. I, I don't know. I'm gonna wait and see. I'm hearing some rumors that I'm kind of like. See, that's my problem with it, though. That I, this is gonna sound so stupid coming from me, someone who's rewatching the MCU, who's had like problems with it before. <laughs> just off the preview alone, that's my issue with the Eternals. Mm-hmm. Is the MCU does something really good, and that's establish a like a, a and I, I guess you want to say a film style. You know a, what I mean? Tone, a yeah. tone. Yeah. When I watched the trailer for the Eternals, I was like, "Oh, so this is and no, like no hate towards a twenty four, but it very much felt <laughs> like Marvel's take on an a twenty four movie. Yeah. It just felt out of just out of place. Now." Again, that's just the trailer. Content-wise, it might still fit an MCU movie, but also like, and like, I'm sure they'll explain it in the movie and all that too. I'm just looking. But there's that there's that joke that keeps going around. Well, if you've been around for so long, why the fuck were you not here when Thanos was going on? Like, what the hell are you doing? In the second trailer, they were told not to interfere until now. They can only interfere when the were involved. This is dumb as that's as dumb 
as fucking Nick Fury getting a pager for Captain Marvel and then not pressing it until the oh shit moment. Like the oh shit moment was the first time anything happened on Earth. Not oh shit, I'm turning into dust. Let me send this page real quick. Hopefully it goes through. See, that's that's my biggest thing about Captain Marvel. Like I feel like and you know I'm right, Cole. You know honestly, I'm I f- right. I felt like they should they should have never, they should have never brought her in. And it's not because I don't I don't it's not because I'm trying to be sexist or anything. It's they should have never brought her in because I feel like they were gonna be damned if they did bring her in early on. Like say they did they did Captain they did Captain America the first Avenger, then they put her. They were gonna be fucked if they put her right there after after Captain America because then the whole time all this is happening, everyone's just to be bitching worse Captain Marvel. But on hindsight, like when you put her at the end of the line here, I only watched Captain Marvel because I know I needed to to get into, you know, to be into Infinity War and Endgame. I feel like and my thing was like, why didn't you just put her in front? Which of course goes back to my goes back to my first question. I feel like you're gonna run into that issue from now on. Every time we get a new hero, like, oh, where were you during this? Or that I feel like we're gonna keep running into that. No, I feel like I didn't. She was the only one I had the problem with, and it's not because of her. It's just because of the timing with everything. Yeah, that's fair. I can understand that. I'm still eh, overall on that movie, but that's um no Eternals. I think it'll be fun. I'm hearing some wild ass rumors about the post credit scene, and if they're I'm, true, I'm looking more God. forward to I'm I'm looking forward to Eternals after seeing the, the second trailer. I am I like I like all the, so I like better. all the actors they have in there. You know, I feel like they got. A lot of strong actors in there. I mean, I feel and like so we... Harry Styles allegedly. What? Yeah, there's some leaks going around. No, oh, I hope not. Uh, Star Fox, brother of Thanos, post credit scene is the rumor. Look, man, no, what a fucking casting choice, boy! Dude, <laughs> if it's Harry Styles, no, my brother, Fox. my brother Harry Styles, aka fucking One Direction, boy. And apparently it's him and this character named Pit the Troll, who I thought when Peter Dinklage was cast in Endgame, I was like, oh shit, we're getting Pip the Troll. And then he's a fucking giant. A giant. I'm like, the fuck is this? Are you profiling him? That he should have played, no. played a troll? No, 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 no. Are you profiling him? I just him? thought he that would have been a troll great because he's small. You jerk. Because Pip the Troll. I do like, respect uh, Camille oh. Nanjiami. I think it's how I, I'm totally butchered that name. But I do respect that, like, he took the DCU or, yeah, the DCU approach of, like, all right, I got casted as a superhero. Let me bolt the fuck up. Yeah. That's exactly what he but, uh, dude it's, is built. It's so weird because I, I just think of Stuber and then this and but just dude, monstrous. Going back to Pip the Troll, he's basically the reason I thought it was going to be Peter Dinklage. He's basically a more intelligible golem. So tough because Gollum is smart as fuck. It, he looks like me. Shut the hell up. Anyway. You're not smart as fuck, though. I don't know, That's man. Gollum kind of does look like Kermit, if you think about it. <laughs> Dude, okay, can we talk about... We'll talk about that off camera. because Let's I'll, move on. I'm going to get into that. Let's move on. I just want to quickly touch on something that I did see that I know you guys didn't see, uh, and that was Candyman. Um... Ah, oh, yes, the Willy Wonka origin movie. How was that? Candyman. 
I have a problem with this movie. I really do. I let me. I can only say it's a certain way because of who I am as a person. If you catch my drift here, um, I catch that drift. Yeah, you get what I mean, though. Um, I catch that drift. I get that Jordan Peele writes his voice for his story, for his culture. I mm-hmm. totally 100 percent get. Did he that. write this? He yeah. wrote it. He didn't direct it. He wrote it. Interesting. Um, and I respect that. He did. He wrote a really good movie in Get Out. He wrote a really good movie in Us. Now, was the execution execution of those movies good? No, not in my opinion. I did not enjoy them. The writing, solid as hell. The execution, not that, not so much, because you can very much tell that like he's a, a. It's weird to see him as like playing big boy in a Key and Peele sketch. And then to go write a movie where it's no, co- like, not the same type of, like, comedy that he writes and all that. Like, it's 100%, like, original mm-hmm. stories. But he borrows a lot. Like, uh, obviously, Get Out is, like, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Um, Us, kind of the same thing a little bit, but not really. But the thing about the original Candyman, and I'm really glad, because I've watched Candy, the original Candyman once. I just watched it just recently, a long like a week time before, ago. A week before the the new one came out, I watched the first Candyman. Yeah, so I watched it once a long time ago. I didn't really remember it, so I refreshed my memory the night before I went to go see the new one. And the thing that, and like I've watched like horror documentaries throughout the years and all that, like things like that. And the thing that I've always seen consistent about the original Candyman is the fact that people praise the storytelling of it and how it accurately depicts the caprini green culture and how it accurately like how caprini green is not just a setting in the movie it's a fucking character and it's on end of its own you know what i mean mm-hmm. and it seems to me jordan peele again writes for his own voice completely respectable completely fine missed that mark and kind of took away from it a little bit like if you look, if you go back and watch like horror documentaries and like just like people who study movies in general, and Candyman gets brought up, they talk about how it represents that certain community and all that, especially during that time of when it came out. And it seems like it took a more political approach than I would have wanted. And I again, totally fine that he writes for his voice. Totally fine that that's his voice. Is he likes to put his opinions on th- certain things like that out there totally 100 respect that but when you have a movie that's well established like Candyman, that is a cult classic like Candyman, that gets praised for one reason and you kind of put it on the back burner it takes away from the rest of the movie now i will say this the story itself really fucking interesting because spoilers uh <laughs> because the the, the baby that gets kidnapped in the, the original movie is the main character of this movie, and he's mm-hmm. learning who he really is. I knew it. Okay, cool. Um, Wait, they say, re- say they The baby that gets kidnapped in the original Candyman movie yeah. uh, is the main character of this movie, and he's figuring out he wants to learn about Candyman, and as he's learning about Candyman, he's figuring out that like he's actually really super involved with the whole like story of Candyman. 
Um, so so like, Candyman kidnaps a baby. I'm not familiar with the original. So Candyman like kidnaps a baby in the original. Is that what happens? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, it's the best way to sum it up. Yeah. Okay. Without getting too into it, but yeah. Okay. Um, he learns about Helen Lyle and who she is. Um, she's painted as uh, he's told one thing of like she's evil. She's the original Candyman kind of like she's a form of Candyman for some people, mm-hmm. but like his mom, who they cast the original actress that played his oh. mom in the original movie. Cool. Okay. She does not age a day, dude. She looked exactly the same. It was so cool, uh, and it wasn't de aging makeup or CGI or anything like that. She just looks looks good. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but uh, she was like, you know, people will tell you she's evil, but she she saved you. Like he was burning you in a fire, and she sacrificed herself well, to I'm give not, give now. you back to me. Um, and then as this is going on, he's turning into Candyman himself. Like they start with like a bug by a bee sting that's on his hook that will eventually become his hook hand and all that. Um, the story does get a little bit money because like one guy kidnaps someone else to try to like purposely turn him into the kidney candy man. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that that's a little weird. Um, but the ending is very chaotic and kind of takes you out of it a little bit because like some shit's happening in like you see all the forms of the candy man like appear essentially. Mm-hmm. And then right at the, right at the very last second, the last thing you see in the movie is Tony Todd as Candyman, And he goes, tell everyone. And then the movie ends. Oh, so you get one second of Tony Todd because they show you, like they go back to the eighties and show you like, um, the candy man, as they were told, and it's not Tony Todd playing Candyman. It's like some random dude that happens to live in the community who has a hook for a hand and he throws candy out and kills kids. Or supposedly, allegedly. Okay. So they changed, but then you kind of figure out that each, that Tony, and you figure out in this, and you, you learn about this in the original movie, that Tony Todd's version of Candyman was like from the 1800s in the first place. Mm-hmm. So what he did was he was essentially every generation has their own version of Candyman. Of can- Candyman. So like, it's a solid movie, but if you're going in, it's it's also really weird because it's it's a sequel, but it's also a reboot, it's but it's also time. a remake. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I'd say at least watch the first you've watched the first one i'd say at least check it out i want to see what you guys what you think of it but i still do, I I still do want to check it out i still want to check it out for sure I might check it out eventually it was one i was like after i finished i was like yeah i probably could have waited until this was on like netflix or something like i'd have been fine with that so one movie i watched that you guys didn't i watched uh james wan's James Wan's Malignant. On I still HBO need Max. to check that out. I've been putting it off all week, Bruh, I need you to watch it because I gotta have a conversation. I need I need you to tell me what you think about it because you know more about horror than I do. So, because you told me it was based on like a subgenre of horror out of Italy, which is essentially a slasher film. Yeah, a, a Italian slasher film. And that's the scent. That's basically the vibe I get. And man, did I, I thought this movie was fun as fuck. I See, I've it. seen a lot of people say I had a lot of fun watching it. 
but I've also seen, and this could be them saying they have a lot of fun watching it, but I've also seen a lot of people go, what the fuck did I just watch? I've seen a lot of, this is horrible. <laughs> this is trash. I'm like, what did y'all want? This is fucking great because it's, it's nothing like his other stuff. And that's why I was like, this is awesome. Like, this is, it was a wild ride. And like, like you were, you were kind of able to put, you know, put two and two together pretty quickly if you're paying attention to what's going on. And I was like, okay, but man, like, I, I enjoyed the fuck out of it. I really had a good time watching it because it reminded me of like a, like a cheesy B horror movie, but man, I was like, this is good stuff. I had a good time watching it. I enjoyed it. Um, I won't get too into it because it's, while it's like I said, yeah, that's you, one I kind of don't want you to spoil because yeah, I do want to see like, it. Because if, if you pay attention, you can kind of make put two and two together real quickly. But if I were to explain it to you, you'd be like, what the fuck is happening in this movie? But I really enjoyed it. I liked it. Um, if you like weird slasher horror movies, check out Malignant. Uh, like I said, Brady, watch it. Cole, I think you'd actually like it. It's not scary per se. It's James more like he did Conjuring and Aquaman, right? Yeah, he did Conjuring and Aquaman. Okay. Uh, Saw. Saw. Insidious. Okay. Dead Silence. My cat. He did. No, my cat made a noise. <laughs> um, there is a movie on HBO Max that I am going to make Cole watch for October. Don't worry. It's horror comedy, but it's called Freaky. Um, it has yes, Vince Vaughn. I want to watch, I wanna watch that one. With Vince Vaughn. Yes. yes. I kind of absolutely fucking anyway. hilarious. I want to watch that one. It's because the one where Vince... Vince Vaughn's in a girl in a girl's body, right? Yes. It's, it's Freaky Friday, but more horror. horror. And Vince Vaughn kills it as a teenager because it's Vince Vaughn. It's Vince Vaughn, but he's like, girlfriend, let's go. <laughs> you're like how That's does he do amazing. this so well okay i'm down for that, that it's the cool. same people who made a happy death day and happy yeah. death day too i never saw Which those is gra- it's groundhog they were day. fun it dude it's, gra- it's groundhog day what okay groundhog day is a bill murray staple buddy so it's like palm springs okay i got you why don't we let him on the show you know palm springs wouldn't exist if it wasn't for groundhog i know day. i that was the joke brady such a solid movie though now that we're yelling at you <laughs> yeah what did you so you said you had something to yell at me about and you had receipts sorry my cat's on the camera now guys for the audience not listening yes my cat is on zoom now with us. i do have something to yell at you about but before i get to it i want to hear your thoughts on free guy oh yeah free guy. I, I forgot you watched free guy. i really enjoyed it i thought it was a solid movie it was a lot of fun I would. I was not expecting it to be a to be a rom a romance like a comedy, you know, a a rom com. All right, go on. Is that it? We're giving you the floor, and that's all you got. Yeah, I, I mean, dude, I saw it like a like two months ago at this point. I don't remember. Alrighty, then let me remind you here on. Uh, the day after you saw it or the day you saw it or whatever, you said, and I quote, movie of the year. Shut up. One of the most original movies I've seen in a long time and the single best video game inspired movie we've ever gotten. What an absolute joy this movie was. Yeah. Cole, 
Let me let me tell you something here, boy. Real quick, real quick. Call you about to end your whole career. <laughs> Original movies, huh? Let me take you. Let me take you back to. Hold on. Let me get my dates right. He's about to get my dates right. Hold on. Let me take you back to a movie called They Live, which came out in 1988, by the way. It's made by John Carpenter. And in that movie, Rowdy Rowdy Piper is the main character, along with Keith David. Great, great fucking cast right there, to be honest with you. Um, And in that movie, they learn that they are not living in the world that they think they're living in. Sound familiar? Let's take it one step further, Cole. Do you want to know how they see the real world? Do you, do you take a guess? I want you to take a guess. Just tell me. They put on sunglasses, Cole. Why? <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. They put on sunglasses. They like see the aliens or whatnot, right? They, they call the, the players the in. They call the players in Free Guy, sunglass people. Yeah, and they live. They turn on. They put on sunglasses and see formaldehyde faces because now they're seeing the real world of like aliens exist in the world, pretty much. Original call. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm not one oh, of the also, five. Pe- I'm not one of the five people. Also, on also no, thing. they live. They live as a cult classic and is very loved, especially at conventions. Also, also, you cannot sit there and tell me that you did not just watch live action Lego Movie. I didn't even think about it that way, but kind of, kind of. I've been sitting on that for a fucking month. <laughs> yeah, when right, he told me when he told me that, I was like, "Come on, get ruined." <laughs> you happy now, Brady? Yes. Good. I hope that made you feel all all big when your big boy chair there. Where no, it's just dog. like I I I wanted. Look, I didn't hate the I didn't hate the movie. Oh, no, I enjoyed the movie. movie. It's a funny movie, but. When I go to before I go to see it, the first thing I see is Cole saying it's an original movie, and then I sit there. I'm like, "Oh, it's they live in the Lego movie put together." Okay, in my defense, I've never seen they live. It's one I, second from singing. Everything is awesome. In his defense, being his, in his defense, he doesn't watch movies, even though he's on a movie on a, on a movie podcast. He doesn't watch movies. In my defense, also there's a shootout in a bank. That happens, and they live as well. You know that you know the you know the classic line of "I'm here to coo- ch- uh, chew bubble gum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubble gum." That's I'm from they live. live. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'll be damned. And then he starts blasting people in a fucking bank. Which where does Ryan Reynolds work in Free Guy? A bank. I think you're reading too much into into this, Brady. No, my point is here though is the guy who wrote it, Sean Levy is the same guy who wrote Stranger Things. So he's very much nostalgic and pulls a lot from stuff like that. Okay. So while I can see where you thought, I can see, it is one of the better video games movies that I've seen, yes. And I can see where you thought it was original, but now knowing what you know, you can also see that like, dude does a lot of referencing to other things. 
to make his story move along. <laughs> you got so quiet after the sunglasses thing. <laughs> oh, how have we not ever seen the Lego movie? I feel like the Lego movie. No, I've movie. seen the Lego. No, trust me. No, I've seen, seen it. No, I love the Lego movie. I just didn't okay. make the connection. Okay, okay. I'm no, gonna say like that. I feel like the Lego movie is made just for you. No, I saw that shit in theaters opening day. I love that movie. I love the movie. Channing Tatum in Free Guy, though, like what the Jesus f- Christ, that was hilarious. apparently apparently Hugh Jackman's in it as well. Yeah, apparently he voices a character uh, in the Rock. Yeah, so Joe, like, a, yeah, Joe. So like a couple weeks ago, Ryan Reynolds, when like the movie's like hype was still going on, mm-hmm. he was like, "Shout out to my friends that came on set and helped us do stuff." And like he showed pictures of him with Channing Tatum, which Channing Tatum's very much prominently in the movie mm-hmm. for a few scenes. Like, there's no mistaking that it's Channing Tatum. Apparently, Hugh Jackman's in it at some point. The Rock's in it at some point. I bet you anything, dude. They use The Rock's body to, like, form the big buff Ryan Reynolds. So, The Rock is that first guy in the bank. Oh, really? Yeah, he was the first guy in the bank. Interesting. I I think the one he takes the glass. Is it the one? I don't know. I just know he's, like, one of the first guys in the bank. Yeah interesting yeah it's a good movie um taquito i can never say this dude's taco watsidi yes that dude fucking kills his role as like pretty much every ceo of a company ever (laughs) yeah he knows he knows where he's good at yeah (laughs) like he came in wearing like a dress cape thing like that honestly i love him as an actor like he the more and more I see him and stuff, like I enjoy his roles. And I was not actor. expecting Joe Keery to be the main character, and I was so happy that he was. It, you know, not the main, but the main per- character is not Ryan Reynolds. Like I wasn't expecting that. Him and the, the dude the- that he played with too. The I can't think of his name, but he's been I, in I some know, other stuff. I don't know his he's name. Hilarious. The, that dude was great. The whole movie's like the movie's not bad not original but it's not bad <laughs> I hate you. oh man and that ladies and gentlemen was the last ever episode of movie Cage. <laughs> with cole he's <laughs> gonna go cry now i'm trying to think of what else what else have i have i watched lately that i haven't seen before oh you know what i watched a uh a movie that i that i had stuck in my head for a long time and i and i finally found it on on a streaming service it's called blindness. Y'all, y'all, does that ring a bell? So I don't me, watch movies. Apparently, uh, let don't. me find it. Let me find the the actors in it real quick though, because that's some pretty decent actors in it. Um, Mark Ruffalo's in it, and I totally forgot he was in it, or I didn't make the assumption he was in it. Um, Julianne Moore's in it. Mark Ruffalo's in it. Danny Glover. Um, Sandra O. Oh, if you know. Sandra O oh is. Um, so the movie takes place, I want to say, in England. And um, what happens is there's a, a pandemic that goes around. Great. Um, it's funny because I like I, I can see like the, the relation of it now. Uh, the movie came out in 2008. Uh, there's a pandemic of blindness going around. Like um, a dude just sitting in his car at the light. And all of a sudden, he goes blind. He's like patient zero. And uh, he goes home. 
uh, this this guy volunteers to take him to take to take him home. Uh, ends up stealing his car, so he's around the blind guy. Blind guy goes home, goes to the doctor. The next day, doctor happens to be Mark Ruffalo. Um, so this is how the virus starts to spread. You know, it spreads to all these people. Everyone's going blind. So, in a panic, the government says, "Okay, all you guys are blind. We're going to quarantine y'all in a uh, in an old abandoned mental hospital." And they basically kind of forget about them over time. That sounds so, like scary. It's a bit scary because all of them are blind except for Julianne Moore, who's Ruffalo's wife. She fakes being blind so she can go with him and like lives amongst everyone and kind of takes like this mother, this motherly role of everything and just has to deal with everything going on like amongst the blind people and they're being there's no like there's no running water or stuff like that they're living in very shitty conditions it's basically a third world country inside this fucking uh, mental institution and they're like they're giving them rations and that they have to share amongst other people and there's not enough food uh there kind of becomes anarchy inside the inside the mental institution and then over time they break out because the whole the whole town's just been taken over with blindness so people are just living out in the world. I'm not trying to live <laughs> with blindness. Dude, like it's 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 such a sad movie, and like uh, the oh, only great. part. But like I'm like fuck, and it sucks. But it was interesting to see like this kind of you know this angle of a movie, and like I I was forever looking for it because all I could remember was Julianne Moore uh, finding her husband, which is Mark Ruffalo, and some other person having sex, and. She kind of like knew it happened, and they're both like, "Fuck, fuck." And he's like, "Apologize." She's like, "It's cool, it's cool." But I was like, "I knew she kind of took care of the whole place and like just let you know had to live in the filth of it." But it was a pretty good movie. I was like, "Oh, it's it's pretty cool." I, I liked it because like it, it was kind of dark, not horror, but kind of dark to see the people living in these conditions, and it's a pandemic of blindness that they don't know how to. It's dark because they're blind. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, but they're living in a pandemic that they don't know how to handle. And I was like, huh, that sounds relatable. So pretty good movie. <laughs> what else have I said? Like so I, and I watched the I watched the first Candyman. We talked about that. But uh that was good. I really like that. So before we sign off, I would just want to say that I missed you guys. No, um Do we want to talk about Norm McDonald. Yeah, Shit. we need to get Norm, talk about some Norm. Time, boy. And then I'll get to what I was about to say. But yeah, go to Norm. Honestly, like after he passed and like seeing everything pop back up of him and like I'm like remembering everything that he was in, I'm like, fuck, man. Like it bummed me out. I was like, I'm going to miss Norm MacDonald. Fucking dude, uh, just deadpan style. I need to watch some some of his stuff because I... So I grew up knowing who he was, but like I never watched like any of his stand up or anything, like any uh-huh. of his male stuff. Watch his stuff on Celebrity Jeopardy. It's uh it's Will Farrell's Alex Trebek. Um, and it's Norm McDonald as Burt Reynolds, but he goes by Turd Ferguson. I've heard I've heard that's a good one. Um I, so I grew up uh, <laughs> 
when I grew up around 2005, 2006, he <laughs> was on the Fairly Odd Parents as Norm the Genie. Norm the Genie. Uh-huh. And he was he was a genie. He wanted to be, you know, he wanted to be a fairy. So he was trying to con Cosmo and Wanda. And he was great. He was great in that role. I, um, I think one I think I shared at the Canada thing. He go goes, he, he oh well, I'm off to destroy yeah. Canada. They've had it too good for too long. Um, and then he was also in Mike Tyson Mysteries as the pigeon, just a talking pigeon that was on the, the good show. It's a funny it, show. It's such a stupid show, but I love it. Um, so yeah, I, I did watch um I did watch some of his SNL stuff last night, some of his uh uh the weekend update or whatever i watched a few of those last night <laughs> the ones i said <laughs> dude they were so good i need to watch the oj i've heard the stuff he did about oj was hilarious and yeah i sent you a compilation fire. of a bunch of them yeah okay um but yeah if you guys don't if the audience doesn't know one of the reasons they it, it's not really confirmed one of the reasons norm thinks he got fired from the snl is because the president of nbc at the time was like really good friends with oj simpson and norm would not stop roasting oj during the trial and then one of the most famous things he did was uh the day oj was acquitted he opens up the snl weekend update and goes well it's official murder is legal in california <laughs> And you, I think you said that to the chat. And I was and then, like, oh, and then he, I watched the clip because I, I, I knew he said that, but I've never seen like the clip. And that wasn't, he literally spent the next five minutes just roasting the entire trial yeah. and then finally gets to the weekend update stuff. I always remember Norm McDonald from <laughs> Billy Madison in the opening sequence when he's when, when Adam Sandler goes, Hey, what day is it? And Norm goes, October. And Let's then, go get the donkey drunk. And then Adam, Adam Sandler goes, "It's Nudie Magazine Day." And then his opening sequence for Nudie Magazine Day is, you know, singing and running to the to the mailbox. I always think about that. Like, I always just think about when someone asks me, like, "What day is it?" That always came to my head was just October. October. <laughs> um, There's also another joke that he says when OJ got acquitted, where he's like, "Juror number so and so's kids said they're happy mom's coming back home." Because when she's home, they get away with murder. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my sports podcast they they talked about Norm McDonald for a bit because he he was a guest on their show one time. They're they're kind of buddy buddy with him. They played a clip when he was on Conan one time, and he's telling a story uh, about a moth. Because they asked him like, "Well, how do how do you get your how do you get your material?" He goes, "Oh, we just you know kind of like this in everyday situations." They're like, "What do you mean like this?" He goes, "Well, when y'all sent a, the driver to pick me up, he told me a joke," and he was like, "So wait, so the joke you're gonna tell us your your driver told you?" He's like, "Yeah," and they're like, "Well, maybe we should call the driver on next time." And he goes, "Well, wait, wait, wait till you see how wait till you hear how I say it." And, the, and the he tells co- like a whole he tells a whole story about a moth being at a podiatrist and like. The moth is just like venting about his life being so he shitty. Needs to go see a psychiatrist. Really? And the, the podiatrist goes, you know, man, you should you should go see a, a psychiatrist. Why are you here? And he goes, Well, the light, the light was, was on. on. <laughs> but that, like, in the middle of it, Conan, like, as he's going on and on the story, and he comes, like, is there is there an end to this? And he's like, oh, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. It was such a good scene. And I was like, 
And I was like, damn it, man, I'm gonna miss Norm McDonald. Like, I don't realize how much, like, how much I enjoyed his humor. And it's like, you know, and that's what sucks about, you know, when, when people die, like, you kind of forget about them until they die. And like, you're like, fuck, man, you don't realize how big of a role they played in your, in your, in your lives, yeah. you know, with humor and stuff like that. I think about like, like Robin Williams, that hit me like a fucking ton of bricks, man. When Robin, when Robin died, you know, he was one of those comedians I grew up loving. Like every, every movie he was in, I'd love to watch. But like, have you ever seen one hour photo? One hour photo. Is that, is that the suspense one? With Robin Williams? Yeah. Both of you need to watch that movie. There's another one. Um, Because you'll be watching it and you know it's Robin Williams. Uh, You're probably thinking of Deja Vu or something like that. No. With Sean Penn? No, this one has uh, Al Pacino. Yeah, that's what I meant. Al Pacino, but I'm... I I know what you're talking. I just can't think of me. Anyway, you'll be watching... Detective and, uh, and they go to like Alaska. I can't remember the name, but I know what you're talking about. Uh, but yeah, you'll be watching one hour photo and you'll see it's you'll see that it's Robin Williams and you'll know it's Robin Williams, but then you'll forget it's Robin Williams when some shit starts happening. Mm. It's it a good movie. One hour photo? Yeah. Okay. I'm thinking about insomnia. It has Pacino, it Robin Williams, and Jenner and uh, sorry, Hillary Swank. And Pacino uh, not Pacino, uh Williams is the is the killer in it. And it's good. It's dark for him. But uh, that was All an right. interesting movie. So before we end the show, I just want to say or ask, what is fall movies? What What's a couple or, that you're looking forward to? No Way most? Home. That's not a fall movie, dumbass. Yeah, no Winter nuts. movie. Shit. Dingus. Okay. Talking like, we're talking like mid-september to mid-november ish um okay ghostbusters all right comes out on my birthday i Uh, fucking knew that already venom 2 comes out in two weeks venom i'm seeing it (laughs) i'm (laughs) sorry about my cat he won't shut up hang on i'm seeing it uh, i'm seeing it on the 30th at like four o'clock so let's just pray i can get off work that day so Venom 2 comes out. Um, all right, I'm going to be frank with you boys. What else comes out? I don't know. I'm, I'm going to be real frank with you boys. I'm low-key. I low-key really want to watch Dune. And I know y'all been shitting on it this whole time. Oh, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I just, I like those type of movies. So those weird, like sci-fi, you know, I went movies. so uh, low-key, I want to watch it. I didn't see sorry. the for Dune until I saw Shang-Chi. And then I saw it and I'm just like, yeah, this is definitely a movie. It's a movie that they pulled every bankable actor in so people will go see it. And I saw right. Oscar Isaac. And, and you're like, right, because Oscar Isaac, Batista, Hans Zimmer making the music. I mean, Momoa is in it. Is Momoa's in it. J- Zendaya's in it. Zendaya's in it. Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, they got some, they pulled some poor kid off the street to play the main guy. Timothy Elephant, what's his name? <laughs> Timothy Shamu the Whale. <laughs> so, like, Timothy, like, oh, what the fuck? Like Cole said, they showed the <laughs> they showed the, the the newest trailer during Shang Chi, and I was like, I was like, I need to tell these guys I want to watch this movie just because I like these type of weird like these weird sci fi movies like those typos. 
fantasy ones. I like those type of movies. So. The weirdest shit happened when I went to see Shang-Chi the first time. So they play the Eternals trailer. And we got one more trailer left. So everyone's like, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. They play the Jackass Forever trailer. And some parents <laughs> had to drag their poor kid out of the theater. Son, you can't watch this. And meanwhile, I'm just watching. I'm laughing my ass off. Did, it- did they come back in? After, after the trailer, I did see them walk back in. <laughs> Dude, but everyone was expecting Spider-Man. We got Jackass. I was like, you know the, you know the parents like and it had know, the old release date on the tra- trailer still. I was just like, ah, damn. You know the parents well, saw, the, the, saw the trailer for Jackass. They're like, fuck yeah. They're like, well, wait. This, oh, we can't, oh, the can't best part of that, the best part of that, the dad was trying to stay behind to watch it, but the mom started had to start dragging him too. <laughs> of course. You know that dad was like was like deep in the Jackass cool. shit back in the day. Uh, I'm looking forward to y'all are my boys, but those are my boys. I'm looking forward to uh, the many states of New York or Newark. Oh, the Sopranos one, right? Oh, is that what that is? Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, It's interesting. I started the series a few months ago. I'm not like super in, like super into it as far as like episode wise, but like I like what I've seen. I need to try. And again. I, I, was, I was watching. That I know enough about Sopranos to get the idea of the movie that it's the origin of Tony Soprano, really. Yeah. Um, I know some super fans of the Sopranos are like, "This doesn't make sense," because something like what's happening, like plot-wise, Tony would be like seven years old, and they already made an episode in the Sopranos about this, and he's like a teenager in his twenties in the movie i'm like just, just fucking go with it you get a sopranos movie yeah you know with it. and the trailer was fucking badass because the trailer was amazing like the trailer yeah. looked like a straight-up gangster movie and then right at the end they hit you with the theme and you're like oh yeah yeah i was like holy shit and then i was like oh fuck that theme is fucking amazing um i i need to, I need to try this this i need to start the show again because i was watching it at work and i feel like i need to pay attention more and i was like i can't really enjoy this turn down like i need to hear them i want to hear them cussing i want to hear them you know, talk their shit and all that, and all that stuff. So I need, I need to start it over. I wasn't very far into it anyway. But my parents, I, my parents loved that show when I was growing up. Um, and I, I know the ending of the entire series, and it's arguably one I of think the greatest. Everyone knows the ending. Yeah, it's I arguably know. one of the greatest endings of TV history. I have no clue what it is. I, I know. You want me to tell you what it is? No, I know the onion rings. You end. don't know what I, the Let me end. tell you what it is. Let me Dude, tell you. Even it's I not know really what, a spoiler. Even it's not I know really what a spoiler. The ending is. Me, go ahead, go ahead. So they're sitting at the the diner eating onion rings, uh-huh. and "Don't Stop Believing" starts playing, and then they just fade to black, and that's where it ends. Well, really? it, it, it pissed it pissed so many people off because they didn't, they thought their TVs quit, they thought HBO lost connection, yeah. they didn't know what was happening because everyone was expecting like someone to like walk in and cap Tony or something like well, that. You do hear up, you do hear the door open to the restaurant. You hear the bell. You hear the door open, and Tony looks up, and then it cuts to black. Yeah, uh, they started calling HBO at one point. Like, where's the rest of the episode? Like. <laughs> It's it's a very well regarded ending of a TV series. Even Family just, Guy like referenced it in a song in a cut song from a. I just I, I learned about the onion rings thing because I was doing like a. Uh, I was some sort of trivia thing, and they're like they asked about the ending of of Sopranos. I was like, they're eating something. I was like, I don't fucking know. What. And so like I just put like the, with the cliche thing because they're like, what were they eating? Like it was like pasta or something. I was like, I don't know, pasta, I guess. 
you know, like onion rings. I was like, what the fuck is going on in the end of the episode? So yeah, interesting. So- I like so I need, I need to go back and watch the show because I it, it's always it was one of those shows I always wanted to watch, but as a kid, like, I was told I can't watch it. And we didn't always have HBO, so I was like, yeah, whatever. Um, I'm also looking forward to Halloween Kills. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Um, oh, yeah, I'm excited for it. The the reviews for it so far apparently haven't been good, but fuck reviews. Honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to just watch. <laughs> I'm just excited for like all the like the Halloween movies, not not Halloween the franchise, but like Halloween themed or like spooky horror movies to to kind of start kicking back up you know what i mean because you know we're we're two weeks to october so like we're gonna hit a lot of spooky stuff popping up i'm excited to, to watch like just the old like the classics and stuff like that i'm gonna watch the wrong turn series <laughs> there's something you regret here. every decision Al- alamo is it a show our like our our draft house theater is gonna show some interesting stuff let me double check what they're gonna show i was like who can i want to watch that um because they already have like the, the horrors listed. They're going to show the first Halloween, the 78 one. Yeah. They're going to show Beetlejuice, Bram Stoker's Dracula, uh, Clockwork or Orange, but I've seen that a few times already. Um, Beetlejuice, let's go. Phantasm, 4K restore, restoration. They're going to show Scream. They're going to show Shaun of the Dead. Woo! Uh, the Adams Family, the first one, uh, the 91. You had me at Scream. Uh, Lost Boys, The Outsiders. Where'd Freddy go? Freddy, come back. They're going to show The Thing, 82. Uh, there's a few things I want to go. I might want to go watch in theater again. Or for the I'd first down, time. I'd be down for Beetlejuice and Scream. The rest, I don't care. Well, you need to start planning what we're going to make you watch Let for me, October. Yeah. We're, there I'm you are, Bradley. Did you hear anything I said? Movies. That's all I'm watching. Bradley, did you hear what I said? When you start yeah, figuring, when you start figuring out what Coles are to watch, you need to go see the thing in theaters. I'm I, I want to go see, legally requiring you right now. To I go really want to go see the thing in theaters. I'm, I'm, I'll probably go go watch that. Um, I'm forever in search of Kurt Russell's hat in that movie. <laughs> we need to figure out what Brady's, what sorry, what Coles are to watch in October. Beetlejuice and Scream. No, we're gonna make Fuck you watch you, some, Cole. I'm gonna make you watch some shit. Some shit. I don't want to watch some shit. I'm gonna make you watch Microwave Massacre, and then Joe can pick some classy shit, I guess. <laughs> and then I, I want to make you watch. I want Killing us to watch. Spree. I want us to watch The Void. Oh no. God, I forgot about that. Yeah, I'll watch it if I can find it or whatever you know. Yeah, we need to find it. The Void. I went to I went to Walmart the other day because honestly, Walmart it's kind of the spot to get movies, especially in October. Yeah, they usually had like a, like a weird amount like of, of horror movies there. Well, last year I wanted to watch the Wrong Turn series, right? And they had like one through 17 of them. And I found the box set for like yeah. 15 bucks. No shit. So I oh, bought them. On DVD? Yeah. Nice. No, on fucking floppy disk, Joe. Hey, man, you never know. A-track, dude. Hey, uh, I know y'all don't care. Uh but my buddy works at Best Buy and he was, and he, so he tells me like when certain things are to be released because they can like see the, the stuff coming out. Not your buddy, are, they need to fucking up their fucking movie selection because what the fuck? He works for like installation. He doesn't like work for like directly for the retail side. He works for like install. Anyway, I know y'all don't care about it, but they announced a, a box set of Middle Earth 
So it's going to be the Hobbit movies. I saw that shit. It's going to be I Lord think I tagged Rings. you in it, you nerd. I saw it before you even tagged me. But okay. it's it's nerd. the Hobbit. It's the Hobbit. It's the Lord of the Rings. It's theatrical and extended for both for for both uh, trilogies. It's like 34 fucking discs. And then it comes with a lifetime supply of condoms, you virgin. If I'm getting condoms every for use, you idiot. <laughs> Brady's face right now. <laughs> Damn, dude, what the fuck? Jesus. Oh shit. Boy. Anyway, it's I think it's like 250, which is about the same price as like the Skywalker Brady? saga. Yeah. So I was like, man, I kind of well that'd be a better purchase. What the Skywalker saga? Yes. I don't know per you know disc per dollar. I think you're getting you're getting more bang for your buck through the Middle Earth. I would much rather listen to somehow Palpatine returned uh, than watching some some midgets walk to a walk to a volcano for three movies. You know what it, you know what it is, Cole. You don't appreciate a good story. I appreciate a good story. No, you don't. Because look at look at the movies. I just don't called, like. Look at the movies you've called movie of the year so far this year, and none of them could hold a fucking candle to Lord of the Rings in story mode. Lord of the Rings can't hold a candle to the first two Star Wars movies. So because they carry a torch, you dingus. Because they carry a torch. What you got there? What you got there, Bradley? Nail biter. Nail gun massacre. Nail gun massacre. Now, Jesus Christ! Hey, can't, it's can't, it's cheap. It's cheaper than a chainsaw. I want I want to make a stupid request, and I already regret it. Can we watch kills uh, kills giving or that turkey one? No. Thanks killing. No. Thanks killing. Can we watch that? No. No. I'm sorry. No. Ah, uh, I've seen it so many fucking times. It's so fucking stupid. No. Although I put in my. Have you seen down. it, Cole? I don't know. <laughs> I've seen. I've seen enough of it. I've never seen it. It's, Joe, you gotta. Watch. I think it's on Prime. You gotta. Watch. Or I might watch it just because of the, the stupid clips you said. Oh well Jesus, is so bad. At that rate, we might as well watch Velocipaster. <laughs> no, okay. I think that's our cue to time to wrap it up. Uh, will we back? <laughs> broke Brady. Will we be be back next week? Who knows? It's all Probably up to not. Cole. It's all up to Cole. Probably it's not. It's really but, all up to Cole. But we will be back. And uh, October, we will try our best to have episodes weekly. That way, we can recap all the weird shit we're gonna watch for Halloween for the for the spooky season. We're break the fuck out of Cole. We're gonna break Cole. He's all right, we'll ha- see you guys again on November nineteenth when I review Ghostbusters on my birthday. That's the next time we're gonna record an episode. That's gonna be the that's gonna be the one time he's asking us when our schedules are, so he can so he can talk about Ghostbusters and how it's the movie of the year. Hell yeah. Dude, watch watch it. Watch me come in here and be like, guys, it sucked. This is the second year in a row. I, I can't wait for you to be disappointed dude, by it. Dude, I can't dude, I can't be disappointed two years in a row on my birthday because last year my birthday, I got the finale to Supernatural and I hated it. So we're not, we're not doing that again. All right, let's let's wrap it up, boys. This has been the Movication Podcast. Y'all have a good I'm Joe. Night. I'm Joseph. You gotta say it, bro. You gotta say it before I can sign off. Okay. Say what? You know what? Look behind you. I'm Brady. Uh, Bye, Felicia.